You're listening to a podcast from Victory. A leader's downfall begins when he exalts himself rather than exalting God. Discover the truth behind the statement in week two of Rise and Fall. We are now on the second part, second leg of our series. So shall we all stand up as we read God's word? Our text will be coming from 1 Samuel chapters 15 verses 17 to 23. And Samuel said, Though you are little in your own eyes, are you not the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel. And the Lord sent you in a mission and said, Go devote to destruction the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they are consumed. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord? Why did you pounce on the spoil and do what was evil in the sight of the Lord? And Saul said to Samuel, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I have gone on a mission in which the Lord sent me. I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and I have devoted the Amalekites to destruction. But the people took off the spoil, sheep and oxen, the best of the things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams for rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the lord he has also rejected you from being king let's pray our father in heaven thank you so much for your word your word is powerful and today i do believe lord god that your double-edged sword will just come and pierce to our hearts and change us, Lord God, and we will never be the same again. Father, thank you. May your name be exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may now take your seats. It's so annoying to talk to someone who is full of pride. You agree? Naalala nyo yung your boss who thinks he does not commit mistake and cannot commit mistake. When he, he tells you something and you, you're going to bat and say, no, 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 no. Boss. Right? Could you still remember your office mate who acts like a, an all-knowing God? <laughs> or your husband who exaggerates to his drinking bodies all the things that he has done? Lamborghini, Ducati, Spaghetti. Your sister who acts like a diva? Diva? And so on and so forth. You see, pride has many faces. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Tignan. Listen, listen. Iba-iba mukha natin. We have different faces. Just like pride, it manifests in different ways. Are you with me? The pride of the, of, the, of the one in your right may be different in manifestation doon sa yung kaliwa. Are you with me? And when people are full of pride and start to act out their pride, it gets into our nerve. But there's a catch. You see, you unmistakably see someone else's pride in their lives and yet, you cannot see it in you. Madalas sinasabi ni Pastor Sunny, ang pride daw is like bad breath. <laughs> Narinig nyo na siguro yun, no? Everybody's aware of it except you. <laughs> so I think the more important question is, 
how can we avoid becoming a person full of pride? You see, the Bible has a very stern warning for all of us. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride goes before destruction. How can we escape then the snare of that self-deception? How can we remove the blinders that prevents us from seeing pride maliciously sticking out its head in our lives? Naalala nyo yung, dyan sa mga laruan, yung sa mga bata, mayroon silang pinupok-pok na yung... Yeah? Sometimes pride is like that. It sticks out its head. The question is, how can we prevent that? How can we stop that? Nagsisimula pala, mm. Masakit nun, hindi natin kasi napapansin. Hindi natin nakikita. We will look at the rise and fall of the first legitimate king of Israel, King Saul. So who is King Saul before he was king? It says here, 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 2, There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. Tingnan yung katabi mo. Ah, okay. Handsome. Handsome. Okay, listen. So, there was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. You see, these are the only two qualifications of Saul. Handsome and tall. Kaya mga babae, beware kayo. Mag-iingat kayo sa mga matatangkad. Sa mga guapo. Mag-iingat kayo doon. Buti na lang ako, guapo lang. Yeah? Pero humble naman. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Sa lahat ng mga pastor dito, ako pinakahambol. <laughs> Nasunog yung corona. <laughs> Next, sino pa siya? Kokoronahan na po. He was about to be proclaimed. He was chosen, elected, voted. He was the cheated. Walang, walang dagdag bawas eh. So they inquired further of the Lord, Has the man come here, here yet? Where is he now? And the Lord said, Yes, he has hidden himself among the supplies. He is about to be proclaimed as king, and yet he was hiding. This guy looks very, thinks very little of himself. He is very insecure. Mamaya, mas, ma, 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 madidiscover niya. So, this is King Saul, and Israel demanded for a king. They knew that Samuel is about to exit. And his children are not fit to replace him as leader. And so they demanded for a king and God chose them a king. But this came with a warning. Okay? May warning si Lord. Ano yung warning niya? Tingnan natin. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking for a king from him. He said, this will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons. Kukunin niya yung mga anak niyo. Ano pa? And he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands para ano? To plow his ground. What else? He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cook and bakers. Magiging atchoy and atchay. Ang inyong mga anak. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards, olive, olive orchards. He will take the tent of your grain, of your vineyards, etc. He will take your male and female servants, the best of your young men, etc., etc. Sabi niya, gagawin niya lahat ito. I'm warning you. And in that day, sabi ni Samuel, in that day you will cry out because of your king whom you have chosen for yourselves, but the Lord will not answer you on that day. Nunca, pag tumawag ka, hindi ka sasagutin ni Lord. 
But the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel and they said, No, but there shall be a king over us that we may also be like all the nations. You see, Israel was chosen by God out of all the nations of the world so that they can be a unique nation that could bring out the light of the gospel to the nations of the world. Remember the promise to Abraham? I will make your name great. You will be a blessing to all the nations of the world. So he wanted them to be his very own, his precious nation, to be unique. And yet what was their clamor? We want to be like all nations. And the Lord said to Samuel, Obey their voice and make them a king. Obey their voice. What is God saying? You will get a leader that you deserve. This coming May 9, we are going to choose a leader. We are going to choose leaders for our nation, cities, provinces. Listen, whoever you will vote, as a nation, corporately, what God is saying, you will get a leader that you deserve. So let us be careful with how we choose. Are you with me? Now, just, just a disclaimer. Every topic that we'll have, somehow, somewhere, you will see that those negative characteristics are about some candidates. Are you with me? Makikita nyo parang, parang si ano yan eh. Si ganti yan, si ganti yan. It doesn't mean na ayaw namin sa kanya, sinisira namin siya. Are you with me? We are not endorsing or putting down any candidate here. So pag meron kayong narinig sa amin na parang, Uy, no, 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 no. Please. Are you with me? Kanina nabanggit ko yung matangka. Naku, sa kapandak ako. No! Okay, we're not saying that. Okay po, baka mamaya may... Buti na yung mali na nabamaya mo. Hirap na. Alright. So, ano sabi ni Lord? At the onset, alam niyo po, Saul has his shining moments. He was good. On the day of his proclamation as king, this is what happened. Some of the wordless fellows said, How can this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no reason, no present, but he held his peace. Sabi niya, kasi nga medyo insecure pa si, si Saul. So, ano sabi niya? <laughs> He held his peace. He didn't say a word. After his major victory, nilipul niya yung Philistines. This is what happened. Then the people said to Samuel, Who is it that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring them that they may be put to death. Eto, patayan na naman. But Saul said, Not a man shall be put to death this day. Wow! What a compassionate leader. Walang mamamatay ngayon. Dahil nagtagumpay tayo. Okay? Saul had a good start. What went wrong? Yung mga kapadaan sabi nila, anyari. How come few chapters afterwards, King Saul had deteriorated from bad to worse? How can someone so right be so wrong after all? How can something so right be so wrong after all? <laughs> Tell me, I voted for you. <laughs> ah. 
You know what's the reason? It's the five-letter word that you always see on people, but you cannot see it in you. It is the most dangerous word ever in the Bible, and it is called pride. This pride transformed the angel of light, Lucifer, to Satan, the devil. It is the pride of life that caused Adam and Eve to bite the fruit and brought the human race to a downward spiral sinfulness. And this pride will bring us down if we are not able to arrest it sooner than later in our lives. Remember, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. As I said a while ago, marami pong mukha ang pride. And we will take the story of Saul and place it into a microscope and see different facets of his pride. We will look at his self-reliance, self-exaltation, and self-deception. Self-reliance, self-exaltation, self-deception. Alright, are you ready to listen? Yes. Okay, let's start. Self-reliance. See, in chapter 15, God instructed King Saul through Samuel. And he said, Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you king over his people Israel. Now therefore listen to the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I have noted that what Amalek did to Israel in opposing them on the way when they came out, out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and devote to destruction all that they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Wow! What a harsh treatment. What a harsh instruction. But you see, mayroon pong pinaguhugutan si Lord. Hindi yun basta gusto lang patayin ni Lord yung mga tao na yan. Bakit po ba? Let me tell you why. Deuteronomy chapter 25, verse 17 to 19. Remember what Amalek did to you on the way as you came out of Egypt. Sabi niya, Moses, si Moses pa po ang kausap, hindi si Saul. Si Moses to Moses, remember Amalek, what Amalek did to you on the way as you came out of Egypt, how he attacked you on the way when you were faint and weary and cut off your tail, those who were lagging behind. Okay? Sabi niya, inapik kayo. While you were weary and weak, he attacked you. Actually, hindi naman sila inaano eh. Kaya sabi niya, hindi namin kayo inaano, nangaano kayo. Huwag niyo kaming anuin. Yeah? bata lang, no? And you know, who Amalek attacked? Those who are lagging behind. You, you know what lagging behind means? Lagging huli. <laughs> And he did not fear God. <laughs> Therefore, when the Lord your God has given you rest from all your enemies around you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance to possess, you shall yeah, blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. You shall not forget. You see, there's an already instruction. You see, this is not a Jewish imperialism. This is a divine judgment to an oppressive nation. So, now, God wants to carry out His judgment against Amalek. So Saul carried out the instruction. Half-baked. Say half-baked. Half -baked. Ano ibig half-baked? Half-baked. <laughs> Saul took Agag, the king of Amalekites, alive. 
Ano sabi? Dapat dead. Sabi niya, he took Amalekites alive and devoted to the destruction all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and the oxen and the fattened calves and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them. All that was despised and worthless, they devoted to destruction. You see, parang ang linaw naman eh. Di ba? Destruction was so clear to kill and destroy everything and everyone and yet Saul willfully disobeyed God. You know what was his lame alibi? You know? Here's his, her, his lame alibi. Sabi niya ganon, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal all those beautiful oxen and sheep. Yeah, sacrifice namin yan kay Lord. What a wonderful idea. Is it not? Hello. That's a wonderful idea. You're going to sacrifice all those beautiful ships and oxen and then bwah. Brilliant. God-centered idea. But only if there's no direct instruction from God. But there was a direct instruction. Saul disobeyed God because he relied on his own wisdom and line of reasoning. As if he's saying, my idea is better than God's idea. God would really be proud of me. (laughs) You see, this is not the first time that Saul did this. In chapter 13, out of fear of the Philistines, nagkakagulo po yung kanyang mga tauhan, Saul sacrificed an illegal burnt offering that was meant only for prophet Samuel. So, anong po sabi ni Samuel? Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the command of the Lord your God with which He commanded you. For then the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. You see, in Saul's reasoning, his action makes sense. But God's way is different. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end is the way to death. You know, sometimes it pains us pastors for people who come to us for counsel and for help when their problems are already almost beyond solving. Because of, instead of seeking God first, instead of seeking what God wants them to do, at the very start, they chose to rely on their own wisdom, on their own way. Especially in the area of career, finances, and relationship. They thought they know better than God so that they would not heed the counsel of the word of the Lord. You see, when things get messy already and way above their head, when they're already overwhelmed with the guilt and shame, when their virginity and purity has already been taken away from them, when laws and lawyers are running after them, that's the only time they will seek counsel. In the book of Proverbs, it's very clear. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not rely 
in your own wisdom. Saul failed to obey God because he relied in his own reasoning and wisdom. Akala po niya, God wants sacrifice. No. What God wants is obedience. Say obedience. Okay? Kaya po tayo nagkakaproblema, it's because we failed to obey God. We think we know better. Pastor, kung nakita mo lang yung boyfriend kong guwapo, mabuborn na din yun. Ipagpa-fast ko yun. Sabi naman ni Lord, pag nag-pray ka, sasagutin ka niya eh. Alright. See, that is self-reliance. And the other face of pride of soul is what you call the self-exaltation. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 12. And Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning. He is about to confront Saul. And it was told Samuel, Saul came to Carmel and behold, he set up a monument for himself and turned and passed on and went on to Gilgal. You see, a monument is erected in memory and in, in honor of someone. You see, kaya po tayo nagtatayo ng monumento ni Rizal, okay, tinatayo natin ang monumento ni Bonifacio. Alam niyo ba bakit nakatayo yung monumento ni Bonifacio sa Kalokan? You know why? Kasi hindi po pwedeng itumba yun, kundi traffic. So itinatayo yun doon. Yung mga nasa likod na tulog, gisigin nyo na lang. <laughs> After his landslide victory against Amalekite, instead of building a monument for God, he erected an edifice for himself. You see, Proverbs again, 27.2, it says, Let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. But he did not. He cannot wait. He took credit for himself instead of giving it back to God. So instead of waiting to arrive at Gilgal, which is his military base, where his people are waiting for him, instead of waiting to go there and let his people maybe erect a, 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 a monument for himself or maybe throw a victory party for him, hindi na siya nagintay. Sa Mount Carmel pa lang, nagtayo na siya ng monument. In honor of himself, he was in a hurry. He did not even acknowledge his army. Yeah. Alam niyo po, a good leader is someone na kapag nakatanggap ng praise, he deflects the praise to his people, right? Amen. That's good. And when there's a blunder, he gets the blunder. He said, it's, it's my fault. That's a good leader. It is so sad what we're seeing now. The mudslinging of politicians left and right, if not by all candidates, almost all candidates. They need to step on someone else's head so that they will be noticed by people. When Mar Rojas announced his candidacy, everybody's throwing stones at him. Nung nangunguna na si Binay, by lahat ng balat kay Binay. Nung si Pudang nangunguna, aba lahat sila, I am a Filipino. I love the Philippines. Ooh. Lahat na sila ngayon, mahal Pilipinas. Ngayon si Duterte ang nangunguna, lahat ng banat kay Duterte. Ang hindi na lang nila binanatan, si Miriam. Kasi nasa ilalim na ng lupa yung ratings niya eh. What is also sad about our, our politicians today is the practice of pag na-elect na sila, they will cancel out 
or totally disregard the achievements of their predecessor or change the program of government, even though it's a great program. Why? Simply because it's not their program. He will not receive the credit. Right? Sabi po ng isang famous author by the name of Mr. Anonymous. <laughs> There's no limit to what a man can do as long as he doesn't mind who gets the credit. Right? Sana kung ganito yung mga Filipino lahat, ano? No, it doesn't matter who gets the credit as long as the job is done. Good! Ay, palagay ko ang bilis natin umunlad as a nation. Right? If somebody praises you, just just say a simple thank you. Tama? Ang galing-galing mo naman, thank you. Ang galing mo, thank you. Yung iba kasi, pa-spiritual. Pa, ang galing mo naman magsalita, brother. <laughs> si Lord yun. <laughs> Hindi si Lord John kasi si Lord hindi nagkakamali ng grammar. Ikaw yun. Ah, ah, okay. Thank you. And that will do. And then in your heart, you just bring back the glory to God. Lord, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for be- making me a blessing. Sabi po ng ating founder, Pastor Steve, people's praise is like a perfume. It's okay to smell it, but do not swallow it. Ultimately, all credit must be given back to God. Amen? Sa Diyos po dapat lahat ang papuri. So beware of self-reliance, self-exaltation, and lastly, beware of self-deception. That is the last phase of the pride of King Saul. Saul was overwhelmingly basking in his own victory that he became so self-deceived. He refused to acknowledge his shortcoming, his fault, his sin. First Samuel 15, 19-20, it says, Why then did you not obey? He was confronted. Why did you not obey? What was his answer? I have obeyed. Samuel came out there, very angry. Why did you not obey? <laughs> I obey. <laughs> That's pride. It was so hard for him to swallow his pride. To acknowledge that he made a mistake. You see, sir, in the lives of people, there are three most difficult words to say. Yeah. Number one, I am sorry. <laughs> Number two, it's my fault. Number three, Please forgive me. Hapakira po niyan. To humble and apologize for your fault does not and will not diminish your dignity. In fact, the opposite is true. The more that it will appreciate. Are you with me? Sino dito may asawa? Tasang kamay. If your spouse is beside you, please hold their hands. Sige po. Sige, sige. Sige lang. Kung katabi niyo yung spouse, pag hindi niyo asa, huwag niyo ngawakan. Huwag kayo mang-aangkin ng hindi niyo. Okay. Hold their hands. Husband. Let's practice this. Sabihin mo, husband. Nasa mga husband dito? Husband, say, I am sorry. 
sabihin. <laughs> Sige niya, I am sorry. Okay? Sige nga, sige. Tingnan niyo sa mata yung misis niyo. I am sorry. Okay, mga misis naman. Sabihin mo, bakit ngayon lang yan? Ah! <laughs> Woo! at saka pakinggan mga misis, lahat ng misis magsabi ng amen. Oo, oh, ba? Masaka pakinggan pagka yung mga mister nagsosorry. At ganun din naman ang mga mister pagka nagsosorry ang mga misis. Yeah? But you see, Saul would not have anything to do with it. Instead of acknowledging and humbling and taking responsibility for the blunder, what he did was fault finding and finger pointing. Nagturo. Ano sabi niya? Sabi niya, bakit hindi ka nag-obey? Nag-obey ako. Bap the people. Sabi <laughs> niya, ah, basta ako. <laughs> I'm good. But, the, mm, mm, mm. How many times we heard that from our leaders? From the people whom we look up to. Sabi but the people took the spoil, sheep and oxen, and the best of things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgal. But you see, in the previous verse, sabi niya, it's the people. But in verse 9, it says here, but Saul... And the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep. It was both of them. Okay? Mutual. Hindi po yung sila lang. Pero kay Saul, yan, yan, yan. Yeah, sometimes ganun yung mga taong may pride. Lahat, kasalanan nilang lahat, pero ako hindi. That's what you see with other people when they have pride. Hindi po natapos dun yung deception. It didn't stop there. When he was cornered by Samuel, okay, na-corner na, talagang huli na. Okay? Na-corner na siya. Itong sabi niya, justification niya. Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord in your word, because, ano sabi? Because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Listen to me. Saul was the king. And yet, you will, you will tell me you're afraid. You have the power in the world to do what you want. And then you tell me, I was afraid of them. Eh. <laughs> He's now making excuses. Another form of self-deception. Does that sound familiar? May kakilala ba kayong taong ganyan? I bet hindi yung nasa kanan mo. Yung nasa kaliwa. <laughs> so frustrating. And to top it all, even in the midst of all his blunders and shortcomings, here's what he said. Sabi niya ganyan, I have sinned, yet honor me before the elders of my people and before Israel. Sabi niya, yeah, I was wrong, but please, honor me. Take, take note of the word. Honor me before the elders of my people. He's talking to Samuel, the judge, the leader, supposed to be of Israel. And now he's saying, my people. After all you've done, you will tell me, my people. He doesn't want to acknowledge his fault. Fault finding pa siya, finger pointing, making excuses. Now, he's after his reputation. He's very conscious of his image. What a disaster indeed. He wanted Samuel to honor him still. Pero sabi po ng Bible, Proverbs 18.12, Before a downfall, the heart is haughty, 
but humility. Say humility. humility. Comes before honor. Do you want honor? Learn to humble yourself. You want to gain back your reputation? Repent for your wrong action. Practice mo yung magsalita ng mga phrases like, I'm sorry, you are right, I was wrong. You tell to your spouse, I have no justification or excuses at all. Please forgive me. I take full responsibility. It is my fault. If you are the leader, you say, the box stops on me. I am responsible. You say, you're right. I should have listened to you. And most especially, you could say, thank you. Sometimes many people, especially mga men, it's very difficult for us to say thank you. Why? It's pride. Now the question, questions still beg for an answer. How can we escape the snare of self-deception? How can we prevent pride from sticking out its ugly head in our daily lives. How can we do this? Here's the answer. We need a Samuel to speak into our lives. In 1 Samuel 17, Samuel confronted him. Samuel said, although you were once small in your own eyes, you were an insecure guy. You are so tall and so handsome and yet you look at yourself this little and yet God made you big. God chose you to be a king. God chose you to be the leader of His people, though you think of yourself very little. Remember, Samuel was talking to Saul, his king. And yet he confronted him. You know, we need people who will be Samuel in our lives. Who will be willing to go to our face and say, what you did was wrong. I thank God for my wife because she is my Samuela. Pag may mga mali po akong action, sabi niya, Ani, mm, this one, I didn't like it. I think it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Alright. <laughs> People who will not compromise. People who are willing to stick their, their neck for you. Even though you, you might misinterpret them. Because you see, people who will tell you the truth are the people who truly loves you. Believe me, I remember I was running away from my calling. And then I realized I think God wants me to go back. And so I went to Pastor Junes Kosar. Pastor Junes Kosar knows my history. And so I said, Pastor June will be very proud of me. And so I went to his office and said, Pastor June, I think I'm ready to answer the call. And to my surprise, of all my students. washing machine. you know what? Because of that, I love him more. Because he said, but anyway, I will help you fulfill your call. And then all of a sudden, he saw Pastor Ray. Pastor Ray, you're, you need someone in Abu Dhabi, right? Pastor JR is here. We need someone who can speak into our lives. That's why it's very good if you are part of Victory Group. Amen? Yung mga nag-Victory Group, ang sabi ng Amen. Diba? Kasi may mga taong pwede magsabi sa'yo. Sis, medyo hindi maganda yung sinabi mo kanina. Oh, talaga? Oo. 
Uy, sis, huwag dyan. Huwag kang magbenta dito sa Victory Group. Hindi kailangan nila itong vitamins, vitamins. Oh, I understand. Pero walang ano. Beep, beep. You see, wounds from a friend can be trusted. But an enemy multiplies kisses. So yung mga magsasabi sa inyo ng masasakit na totoo, yun yung mga totoong kaibigan ninyo. Right? Palakpakan ninyo yung mga nanakit sa inyo ngayon. And that takes humility. Remember, it was pride of life that brought Adam and Eve and the rest of humanity to the path of sin. But praise God, praise God that through the humility of Jesus Christ, through His obedience, even to the point of death on the cross, we were rescued by God for because of Jesus' humility. And you know what? Because of what Jesus did on the cross, something happened. Something happened to us. The Bible says that we are now seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. We're still here on earth and yet in God, He says, you are now seated in the heavenly realms. What an honor. With all our flaws, lapse in judgment, and yet, by His grace, because of what Jesus did, now you are seated on the heavenly throne. In the heavenlies with Jesus. The Bible says, You stoop down to make me great. God stooped down to make us great. Another way of saying is, Lord, your humility makes me great. And so today, as we choose our leaders this coming election, or as we aspire for leadership position, or as being leaders in our own little world, be it in our home, dahil ikaw ay husband, o ikaw ay father or mother, o ikaw ay elder brother, or maybe you are a supervisor in the office, you're a manager, you're a team leader in school, or in your community, or dito sa church, always remember, in humility, there's honor, but pride goes before a fall. Amen? Pride will not bring us anywhere. It will just destroy us. But if we humble ourselves before God, in right time, God will lift us up. But I would like to encourage another form of humility. Sometimes we live our lives as if we know better than God. We live our lives as if, God, I don't need you. But you see, it takes humility to say, God, I'm having problem with my family, with my relationship. Lord, I need you. It takes humility. Lord, my life has no direction. I don't know where to go. I need you. It takes humility. So I would like to challenge people here. Not only because you're a leader of your family or whatever, but now you're standing before God, will you humble yourself to Him? 
Some of you are first timer here. Later on, I will pray for those people who are, who are leaders, pray for you. But right now, I would like to challenge the people who needs to humble themselves before God. May I request everyone to bow their heads, please? I don't want you to miss this opportunity. Jesus humbled himself so he can raise you up. Jesus died on the cross so he can give you life. And he waited for this right moment so that he can speak to you about what he did for you on the cross. Maybe it's time for you to lower down your pride. Say, God, I need you. Lord, I've, my life is a mess. My life has no direction. Or maybe, Lord, my life has no meaning. Or Lord, I know I'm, I'm having good things in life and yet there's an emptiness in my life. I think it's, the, it's you that I need. And it takes humility. If that's you, I want to challenge you today. Forget your pride. I want you to humble yourself before God. And as I count one to three, I want you to stand up. Don't stand up yet. God is speaking to you today. If you feel a gentle nudge in your heart, that is the Spirit of God talking to you. And the Bible said, when you hear His voice, do not harden your heart, for today is the day of salvation. And I tell you, your life will never be the same again. So if that's you, I'm going to count one to three and I would like you to stand up. One, two, three. Wherever you are, stand up. Thank you. So bow your heads with me. Say this prayer with all of your heart. Say this, Lord Jesus, thank you for your love. You came from heaven, went down to earth. Humble yourself before us, God. You died on the cross so that I could live. And you rose from the grave. You proved that you are Lord. And you're offering repentance, forgiveness, and salvation. I ask for your forgiveness today. And I surrender my life to you. And I ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Starting today until Jesus returns. Help me to love you and save, serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these, or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, 
please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.